Welcome to Come and Reason with Christian psychiatrist and author Dr. Tim Jennings. Together we will reason through complex issues to find evidence-based answers that harmonize scripture, science, and our life experiences. I'm your Come and Reason host, Charles Mills. This program is sponsored by Come and Reason Ministries. How do you tell right from wrong? Good question. Dr. Jennings delivered a very good answer at a seminar he held in Allen, Texas back in early 2020. The seminar was called The Power of Love. In it, he identified seven levels of moral decision-making, and on our last program, we examined the following. Level one, reward and punishment, which says, if I do it right, I'm rewarded. If I do it wrong, I'm punished and I make my decisions based on that. Then there's level two, marketplace exchange. You do something for me in return for me doing something for you. (laughs) Quid pro quo and all that. Level three, social conformity. Everyone is doing it, and so should I. Not exactly thinking for yourself, is it? Level four was law and order. Right and wrong is determined by a system of rules and imposed punishments. And then came level five, love for others, which says right is determined by doing what is actually beneficial to others. Notice the switch there. Level five became outward thinking, whereas the first four levels were all inward thinking. Well, today he continues with that seminar, and we have the privilege of sitting in and listening. He begins with level six. Here we go. Level six is principle-based living. This understands God's design laws, how we actually construct life to operate. Right and wrong is determined by harmony with how life is built by our creator God. One doesn't do something because the rule says so, but because it actually works that way. That's why we do it. This was Jesus and after Pentecost, the apostles. Level six not only has concern for others, but also realizes how God constructed life to operate, and one reasons from cause to effect at level six. We're actually reasoning, understanding, come let us reason together. Mature individuals don't use illegal drugs, not because they're illegal, but because they violate the laws of health. Thus, even when made legal by the state, mature individuals still won't use them. This also gives a good example of the difference between God's laws and human laws. Humans can pass laws to make marijuana legal. They cannot pass laws to make it healthy. And the mature individual understands what's actually healthy versus what's actually destructive, how life actually works, the design laws of God, irrespective of the laws of the state. Level seven is the understanding friend of God. Not only do we love God and others, not only do we understand God's designs for life, but we understand and intelligently participate in God's purposes in God's purposes. I no longer call you servants because servants don't understand what the master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father, John 15, 15. Jesus doesn't want the obedience of a dog. He wants us to be understanding friends of his who participate intelligently with him to help his goals on earth, to advance the gospel on earth, to reach souls for the kingdom of heaven, to free minds from fear and selfishness and lies and distortions, to bring them back to a kingdom of love. That's what he wants, our intelligent participation. Level seven, the highest level of thinking, Jesus operated at level seven as will all those ready for translation. The Bible describes those that are going to be translated to these words. They're sealed in their foreheads with the seal of God. 
forehead is the part of the brain right behind your forehead where you reason and think and love and act altruistically. We are settled into the truth about God's kingdom and we can't be moved out of it. And notice the character quality described in Revelation 12, 11. These are those who do not love their life so much as to shrink from death. Think through the meaning of that description. The natural carnal drive, the survival drive, is we are driven to protect self. But these individuals don't love self or their life so much to be afraid to die. They've been changed. They love God and others more than self. Their hearts have been transformed. That's what God is trying to achieve. So one example, seven levels of moral decision-making with brushing your teeth. Why do people brush their teeth? The right and wrong of it. Now, level one, reward and punishment. It's wrong not to brush because if you don't brush, mom will be mad and the child will be punished. So we brush not to be punished. And I've seen my grandkids go from quickly from level one to level two. Let's make a deal. Hey, if I brush my teeth, will you read me a bedtime story? Okay, no, no teeth brushing, no bedtime story. Lose the deal. Level three, we brush in order to be accepted at school. We don't want to be laughed at. We want to be accepted. Social conformity. Level four, the home has a codified system of uh, behavioral expectations. And if you don't brush your teeth, you lose a cell phone for a day. So in order to not lose the cell phone, to have that consequence, you, you brush your teeth. Level five, love for other people. Realizing if you don't brush, your teeth decay and you'll have dental bills and you don't want to be a burden to your parents because you love your parents. You brush in order to not burden your parents. Level six, you understand the second law of thermodynamics, even if you can't say it. <laughs> that if you're not putting energy into a system, that system's going to decay, and you actually don't want your teeth to decay, that's why you brush. And level seven, understanding friend of God, not only loves others and understand God's design, but you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and that if you fail to brush, it will cause decay, which can lead to sickness and illness and undermine your ability to fulfill God's purposes. So you brush in order to maintain your health and be a good steward in God's cause. Did you notice that at all seven levels, teeth are being brushed? But only level five and above can be trusted. Level four and below require some oversight, external threat, consequence inflicted in order for them to keep doing it. Level four has a self-centered motivation, no heart change. Level five is the first level that it's written on the heart. And that goes back to the imposed versus design law. Levels one through four see the world through imposition of consequences, rules that you have to adhere to, inflictions of punishments. Level five through seven view the world through design law, the principles of love, the principles of health, God's purposes, what he's trying to achieve. So the key learning points, there are different levels of determining right and wrong. Level one through four are rooted in selfishness and fear and operate on an imposed rule system, an imposed consequence system. Level five through seven, rooted in love and truth and operate on design law. Only those who die to self and are reborn with love as the motive of the heart's action, level five, can be trusted. So why did Christ have to die the atonement through the seven levels? Level one, reward and punishment, thinking, explains Christ's death by God said, don't do something. They disobeyed. They did what he said not to do. God got offended and angry and responded with vengeance, taking the life of Jesus in our place. This is known as the satisfaction theory of atonement. If you've ever heard some of these theories. Level two, this is the marketplace exchange because Satan had now rights to the earth after the fall of, of man and claimed the lives of the sons of Adam and the daughters of Eve and God struck a bargain with him to exchange the life of Christ for the life of humans or the 
as in the lion, witch, and the wardrobe, Aslan had to give his life to the white witch to free the sons of Adam. This is the marketplace exchange. This is known as the ransom theory of atonement. Had to pay a ransom. Level three, social conformity. So that all will agree that God's government is fair in dealing with sin. This is known as the governmental theory of atonement. Level four, law and order. Jesus died in order to pay a legal penalty the law demanded and the heavenly judge imposed. The law must be kept. Humanity broke the law. Someone had to pay the penalty. Jesus paid that penalty. So the integrity of the law was maintained. This is known as penal substitution theology. Level five, love for other people. Because God loved us too much to let us go, his death was the means to reach us with his love and restore us to trust in him. This is known as the moral influence theory of atonement. Level six, principle-based living. It was the only means to fix what sin had actually done to God's creation. When humanity sinned, it deviated from God's design for life, and the condition was now terminal. Christ came to fix what sin did to this creation. Thus, he who knew no sin became sin for us. Now, here's the reason. So that we might become the righteousness of God. Notice, it does not say so that we might be declared righteous even though we're not. That's the penal level four view. Legally being declared righteous even though, no, no, no. He came so that we might become the righteousness of God, be restored, be healed, be regenerated, be recreated, become righteous. This is known as the Christus Victor and the recapitulation theories of atonement. Both of them describe this restoration. Some use the language of he took humanity broken and damaged by Adam and carried it into completion and perfection. That's the same thing. Level seven, understanding friend of God, Christ died to reveal truth to win humanity to trust, John 8, 32, to destroy death that we've already talked about, to destroy Satan and his power, the power of lies, to restore humanity back to God's ideal, to uh, restore the image of God in man, and to secure the universe unfallen in its innocence. All things in heaven and in earth are reconciled to Christ at the cross. Colossians 1, 20. This is the healing reality, what Christ is actually doing, eradicating the infection of sin from his entire universe and healing his creation back into harmony with his design. Level seven, understanding friend of God is doing right because it's actually right. And right doing pleases God. Neither God nor his law changes in a level seven understanding. These are the eternal principles upon which life is built. They don't change. But human beings, which were damaged by sin and taken out of harmony, are changed to be back in harmony with God and his law. That's where the change takes place. At level seven... We understand that God speaks to people at all the different levels, and thus we can find God speaking in the language of reward and punishment, etc., to the children to try to help them grow up. However, it's a mistake to stay stuck at earlier levels of understanding and refuse to mature, regardless of how useful those understandings were when we were children. Just imagine if you had a college student, your 20-year-old son or daughter went away to university and they're in the dorm brushing their teeth one night and, uh, and their roommate they just met say, what are you doing? Well, I'm brushing my teeth. Well, why are you doing that? Well, my mother has a rule. <laughs> do you think, I'm so proud of that child, so obedient. How many Christians? Why do you do this, that, or the other? Well, God has a law. What if you don't? Well, God will punish. 
You think God's going, I'm so proud of them. Or it's like, when will you grow up? Grow up! Well, our time is up for today, but I sure hope that you are enjoying this seminar as much as I am and the 400 people in attendance in Allen, Texas back in January of 2020. That's the Power of Love seminar by Dr. Tim Jennings, and he identified the seven levels of moral decision-making. We're going to continue this seminar on our next show, and we invite you to stop by, tune in, and be informed as well. Until then, here's a website, listener, I'd like you to visit, comeandreason.com. Comeandreason.com is where Dr. Jennings and his team have put a lot of resources available to those of us who want to continue our look into the character of God, our study into how he acts and who he is. We can find books there, The God-Shaped Heart, The God-Shaped Brain. Could it be this simple? sharing tracks that you can share this wonderful information with other people. Also, podcasts to listen to, television programs to watch, including the Power of Love seminar that we've been listening to over these many weeks and will be listening to in the weeks to come. That's all at comeandreason.com. Check out also something called The Remedy. The Remedy is a paraphrase of the New Testament that Dr. Jennings has made available. He worked very hard on this. The Holy Spirit, I believe, moved him to write beautifully on what the Bible writers had in mind when they wrote the words that they wrote. He is clarifying and amplifying and illuminating those words in a way that is so beautiful and so meaningful to us today. That's called The Remedy at comeandreason.com. Check it out. This program is sponsored by Come and Reason Ministries. Until next time, this is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, wishing you God's presence in your life. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for spending time with us today. To continue the journey, I urge you to visit comeandreason.com. Here you'll find many excellent resources to help you gain a deeper understanding of the God we all love and serve. That's at comeandreason.com. This is Charles Mills, along with Dr. Tim Jennings, inviting you to join us the next time we come and reason together. <music>